The Annex Wealth Management Show on 92.5 Fox News is hosted by Annex Wealth Management, a fee-only registered investment advisor. Important information about the qualifications and business practices of Annex is available at AnnexWealth.com. Different types of investments involve varying degrees of risk. Please consult with a qualified fiduciary advisor about your specific situation. Annex Wealth Management is a proud member of the Barron's Top Advisor List and the Financial Times Top 300. Know the difference. It's Team Tech Trust. Morning, Southwest Florida. Here we go. Annex Wealth Management Show, 92.5 Fox News. I'm Danny Clayton. Mark Oswald, our Chief Compliance Officer. Good morning. Good morning, gentlemen. Derek Felsky, Chief Investment Officer. Hey. Hi, Danny. And Dave Spano, President and CEO, Annex Wealth Management. That was my quick intro because we got a lot to talk about. We really do. And uh, what a week it was. I have to tell you, having done this for a, lot, a long time, you know, back before the 1987 crash, this has been one of the weirdest weeks we've seen in the markets in, in decades. Uh, We did end up on a major positive note on Friday afternoon with the Dow closing up just short of 2,000 points and just short of uh, 10%. What a rally. But it started off on Monday morning uh, with the triggers being hit, Mark, and that's the circuit breakers uh, kicked in Monday morning after we found out on Sunday that there was this oil spat between Saudi Arabia and Russia. And right away on Monday, we started off in a bad spot. We certainly did. And this is kind of, you know, Warren Buffett talk about the one-two punch. you got the coronavirus going on, and then you've got this oil spat, you know, between the two powerhouses there, you know, OPEC and a non-OPEC member, but powerhouses in that sector. And the fact is, is that, you know, when you have that kind of thing that's going on, we got the circuit breaker, and the circuit breaker, by and large, worked. We got the timeout. You know, we had 15 minutes for the market to pause a little bit, and the market kind of hung around there. But two circuit breakers this week, guys, were triggered, and and that's pretty rare. We don't see that happen. No, and it did. And after the entire week uh, was over, uh, we did go through the 20% from peak to trough, the definition of a bear market. Now, I guess there's probably could be some debate over this, Derek, but we did. We are now down 20%. They are saying now that the bull market that started in March of 2009 is now over. Uh, it's I guess it's open to debate if that's true or not. Yeah, Dave. I mean, we you know we've been we were alerted to this. You know, as two black swans, as Mark mentioned, the oil uh, spat, but also this coronavirus. And that was a time when, you know, as an investment committee, we gathered on Tuesday morning, as we do every week. Uh, we reviewed our forecast for S&P earnings. We reviewed many of our high-quality dividend-paired companies, whether they're going to be able to sustain dividends, whether they're going to continue to grow despite the shortfall we might see in Q2 because of all the closures that have occurred. And essentially, we've been using this volatility to upgrade our portfolio. And that's right. So you think about when it goes down more than 20% and you have a bear market, it is generally aligned with a recession. So it was the market foretelling us that we're going to go into recession because all of these closures from from each corner of the United States. And so we'll have to see where this is, ends up. We have had bear markets that were not connected to recessions, but I, that's we'll have to see how we go through the next couple of months. Well, it's certainly going to be interesting to see what the how the economy grows or if it grows in both the first and second quarters of this year because you, know, you could still have an expansion because you had January February were pretty decent months. Now, March has, you know, just been a disaster, of course, because nobody's doing anything, you know, whether it's, you know, self-isolation or whatever it might be. But there's going to be a drag on earnings and there's going to be a drag on consumer spending. And if that happens, then you could have a negative GDP now, number. So that's the, now, let's take away some things here. The VIX, which is a measure of volatility, spiked to a number that we haven't seen and back into the Great Recession. And then there's this other thing called the Fear and Greed Monitor, Derek, and it measures a lot of things. But 
it got down to as low as it can get. It got to one. You know, this goes from a scale of one to 100. And it doesn't just look at price action. It looks at what, what investors are doing with regard to puts and calls, volatility, deviation of returns from treasury bonds to stocks. And, you know, it's, it's a way for us to sort of self-judge and, and, and really coach our clients from a behavioral fashion. Essentially, when the fear and greed index is less than 10, that's a time to think about rebalancing, adding equity exposure, adding junk bond exposure, whatever. And when it's at 90, that's a time to kind of, you know... Take, take some chips off take, the table. Take some chips off the table, sell your lower conviction names so that you'll have dry powder. That's right. And so there's no question that the market is acting like it's in panic mode. But I, I would I would suggest to listeners that when this passes, and I'm not sure if it's going to be two months or six months or sometime into 2021, when this passes, I want people to think about this. Because if oil prices are lower, that means gas prices are lower, and that means it's really like a tax cut for the consumers. That's number one. Number two, interest rates are next to zero, and that is very accommodative for not only corporations but for individuals. And number three, we saw just an enormous amount of liquidity come into the market through $1.5 trillion of Fed stimulus. And so we'll still have to wait to see what the fiscal stimulus part is, but that's coming. And when this passes, Mark, and when this is going, we can see over the hill, we are going to be in a good spot. I think you're absolutely right, because when you think about back to 2008 and the financial crisis and the failing of the banks, the banks have never had better balance sheets than they have right now. The banks are healthy. The financial industry is healthy. That's different than it was in 2008. In 2008, we didn't know where the other side of the mountain was going to be. I think right now, most people can see that there is an end to this. We don't know when that's going to be, but there will be an end to it. And when that happens, there's a lot of good things that are going on that are going to be positive for the markets. No, the difference, it is Team Tech Trust. We are a Barron's Top Advisor, four-time member of the Financial Times Top 300, a fee-only fiduciary partner. If the recent events have got you a little rattled, uh, take us up on that free portfolio analysis. All you have to do is head to AnnexWealth.com and click that Get Started button. I mean, it is crazy times right now. You look at the Naples Daily, New- Naples Daily News and Bonita Blues Fest is just the start. I mean, yesterday's St. Patrick's Day parade has been canceled. There's a lot of stuff going on, a lot of concern about coronavirus, and we've been talking about it today on the show, the impact on the markets. There's more to come. Stick around. Again, our website, AnnexWealth.com. Click that Get Started button. This is Dave Spano from Annex Wealth Management. It's time to put an investment and retirement plan in place and on target. It's time to gain clarity and understanding and move toward your goals with confidence. It's time to get started with Annex Wealth Management. Head to AnnexWealth.com and click the Get Started button. Put the Annex team to work and see the difference. Our investment, financial planning, tax, and estate teams will demonstrate clear thinking and produce sound recommendations. The best part? We work in your best interest as a fee-only fiduciary. Our commitment runs so deep, we put it in writing for every client. Does your advisor do that? 2020 is going to be quite a year. Between the impact of the SECURE Act to the November election, be ready with a solid financial plan from a team focused on client goals not handing you a list of commission products to buy. Know the difference. Team Tech Trust. Head to AnnexWealth.com. I'm Dave Spano, and I hope to see you soon. 
Cut Through the Clutter with Axiom, the weekly newsletter from Annex Wealth Management. Subscribe today for seven insights built and delivered to you every Sunday. It'll help you navigate the markets and the things that affect your money. The Axiom. Sign up at AnnexWealth.com. Planning and investment insight from a fee-only fiduciary, and we put that in writing. This is the Annex Wealth Management Show. And we're back. Barron's top advisor, four-time member of the Financial Times Top 300. And I'm Danny Clayton. Mark Oswald here. Deanne Phillips. Hey, Deanne. Hi, Danny. And David J. Spano. Yeah, so there are all these muckety-mucks here in the studio, but most the most important person is the person who talks to clients. And I think that's really important because in times like these, we get phone calls, right? And those phone calls are generally from clients who are saying, boy, oh, boy, I, I, what's going on in the portfolio? What should I think? And so on and so forth. You did get a couple calls this week. Oh, I did, for sure. Emails, calls, and some of the most notable were clients saying, hey, I listened to you on the radio. Uh, I get your Axiom newsletter. I'd like to know how this is impacting my portfolio, and I just want to be sure. I know the behavior of Annex, but I want to be sure you're not fire selling because, yeah. boy, is this great buying opportunity. Yeah, well, Those it, were the it best could calls. Be. <laughs> it, yeah, it could be. But when, when someone comes in, every person who comes in and existing clients, we don't, don't take the money and throw it in a big portfolio. Right. So that's really important is to take a look at all the risk inherent. Because remember, a, a manager, a professional manager's job is to give the client the best risk-adjusted return. Right. But they they don't understand that if they can't see the dollars relating to that. So we'll show a portfolio and say, here is your portfolio. And there's this high probability that in any six-month period of time, your return is going to be between, you know, up 16, down 10. What does that look like in real dollar terms? And now we're talking about six months, and we do that yeah. for people. But the more, most important part of that is not the portfolio in six months. It is the roadmap. Right. It's the roadmap. It's understanding what their current goals are, because there's great comfort in knowing that um, most of the money whether you're in retirement or working toward it, is in a bucket that is growing for you that you don't have to touch when the market's down. That's really important. Right. And Mark, you know, there's a lot of things that we go through. And obviously, as an architect, a lot of the back office stuff, you know, one of the things is, is the speedometer that we use to measure risk. Yeah, it is. And I think that that's a good way of looking at it is because even in the model portfolios, when we build them for people and we take each individual and run them through that process, you don't just come in and just get slammed into a model. We're going to thoughtfully go through what you own and what place it might have in your portfolio. Once we've done that, we're going to score your portfolio. We're going to score you as a person, as an investor, as a household, as a family. Let's just say you're a 50. Then the risk range might be between... 50 out of 0 to 100. Right, 0 to 100. And your risk range might be 45 if we're being conservative, 55 if we're really going for it. And then we look at the portfolio and say, is it consistent with that risk portfolio? And we have been able to move down the risk scale a little bit this year because we did some asset allocation for our clients at the beginning of the year in advance of this volatility. And so times like this, when we uh, may have raised some money, or if you just think about in Mark's example, Dan, if it's a 50-50, that means that 50s in fixed income or not in equities. That's a great place if you're listening to this right now to say, stuff is on sale right now. Where can I get the money? Right, absolutely. So a large part of dealing with an environment where you're in a very low interest rate environment is taking a look and having that cash leveraged and ready for use when the market is producing the numbers like it's doing now. So you can jump in and buy when things are really on sale. Right. And again, the most important thing at the at the end of the day is how does this fit in my retirement plan? And is this going to replace my paycheck mm -hmm. when I'm done bringing my lunch bucket to work every day, right? 
that's what we do, and that's what financial planning is. I know we get all involved in the sexy part of trying to invest money and all of those things. The most important part is, can I replace my paycheck, and how does this fit my portfolio? Right. So there were several clients who I spoke with in the last few days that took a look and said, well, this is great because I know now that I'm newly retired, I've got income coming in from this resource, and I have this big access to the bonds right now. Mm -hmm. So I don't have to touch my stocks while they're done. In fact, we can take some of that leveraged cash, put it to work, we can buy for the future. I know that I've got a couple of years worth in several cases of money I could pull from bonds, let the equities go to work for my future. Right. And so, Mark, I know we talk a lot about portfolio review, but there's also something else that we do. And there's the two deliverables that every potential person gets. One of them, obviously, is the portfolio review that we've talked about. The other is a framework for a financial plan. What does that look like? Well, certainly everybody in their financial journey is at point A. Wherever you are today, that's point A. Point B is wherever you want to get, whether it's five years or 10 years or 20 years down the road. You have to have a map. It's just like any journey, right? I mean, you don't start a journey without knowing where you're going and how you're going to get there. So, And then you check yourself along the way and by you the say, way, how are we doing now? By the way, there's two people in this room other than myself who might, one might use a map and one might not. Deanne might yeah, use yeah. the map. I'm not She'll sure She'll stop you at a gas station. I'm, no, I'm no, not no, stopping no, and asking girl. for directions. All right, GPS. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So, you know, that, that's the thing. The, the financial plan, so the framework for a financial plan will get you at least started to say, this is point A, this is your portfolio review, this is what we would recommend from a risk perspective, and then this is where you want to get to, this is how we think you do it, and then you engage us in the long-term process. Do it. Do it today. Head to AnnexWealth.com. All you got to do, click that Get Started button. This is Dave Spano from Annex Wealth Management, where we ask you to know the difference. The Wall Street Journal has published a list of questions to ask your financial advisor. The very first one is, are you a fiduciary and are you willing to put that in writing? We've been asking people listening to our show to do that for years. That's just one of the ways to know the difference between financial advisors. People come to us every day with what I call a mishmash. Statements here and there, overlapping investments, no consolidation. Annex Wealth Management can clean that up and put it in order. Our team of investment, tax, and estate planners will work to make sure your plan is clear and coordinated. If this makes sense to you, or if you want a second opinion on your investments and retirement planning, go to AnnexWealth.com. You can learn more there, or simply hit the Get Started button and start the process. AnnexWealth.com. Know the difference. I'm Dave Spano from Annex Wealth Management. I hope we see you soon. Planning and investment insight from a fee-only fiduciary, and we put that in writing. This is the Annex Wealth Management Show. Know the difference? It's Team Tech Trust. This is a segment about financial planning because that's what we do. Joining me is Ron Johnson, CFP and Senior Financial Planner at Annex. Jack Hauser is a CFP and Financial Planning Specialist at Annex Wealth Management. Hey, Jack. Hi, Danny. After somebody clicks the Get Started button, that starts the process of the portfolio analysis, and that winds up in your guys' world. So, Ron, you guys busy? It's busy in a good way because Jack and I really enjoy this. Uh, the puzzle of a financial plan is fun to put together. I love the puzzle. In fact, we've got one. You guys came across one recently, Ron. Person's 53. He's got $1.3 million in retirement assets, $150,000 in savings, owns the home outright. And the question was, can they afford to retire now? Ron, where do you start with something like this? Right. And and really, Danny, you know, it sounds a little hokey, but goals is such an important stepping stone for a financial plan, for a retirement plan, because that's where it all starts. So when you say, how much do I need to retire? That number is going to be different for just about everybody, because it depends on what you want to accomplish, right? 
And when we think about that, the first thing we think about is, okay, how much are you spending today? How much do you spend this year? Because the ultimate goal is you want to transfer the same lifestyle into retirement. And then on top of that, maybe you want to accomplish other things as well. Do you have a legacy that's important to you? Uh, maybe you need to take care of family members. Perhaps charity is important to you as well. So these are all things that you need to consider to establish how much do you need. Are there any other factors that, that, that are in his lifestyle or in his life that you need to know as a planner? Through our conversation, we learned that you know his income uh, is right around one hundred fifty thousand dollars a year, and he, after saving in taxes, he's spending about eighty thousand dollars a year. He also has a child that he's caring for, and will have to continue to care for him throughout adulthood. And he thought he would need about an additional hundred thousand dollars in today's dollars to do that. In addition, when he retires, he wants to do a little bit of travel. So for the next ten, first 10 years in retirement, he's going to spend about $10,000 a year. Jack, you're the math guy. <laughs> Life expectancy, what, 91 years, so he's got 38 years to cover in this plan. 3% inflation, annual return rate 6% on his portfolio. Can you crunch the numbers and come up with a number to meet that primary goal of retiring? Definitely. So when we look at all this, we break it down into a bunch of different cash flows First, when we look at that 80000 expense number that he's going to have a year, we estimate that he'll need about a little bit over $1.8 million to meet that primary goal. But then when we also look at legacy goals of having $100,000 at death, we estimate that that would be about 34000 in today's dollars that he'd have to set aside to let grow to meet that $100,000 legacy goal at death. And then to meet his travel goals of an extra $10,000 for the first 10 years of retirement, we would estimate that he needs about $85,000 in today's dollars to meet that goal. So overall, we estimate that this individual would need a little bit over $1.9 million to meet all of his retirement goals. And his question was, can I afford to retire now? Now is the key word, so who breaks it to him? <laughs> that maybe now is not the time. Right. You know, it all starts with a conversation of goals, and then you got to look at, well, what can your assets actually do? So it, it, it's really not... Uh, breaking the news as much as a conversation about, okay, here's really what we need to do, Danny, to get to where you want to be, right? And in his case, you know, if he works a little longer, two things happen. One, he saves a little more. And two, he's got less years in retirement to cover spending, right? It's almost like you're burning the candle at both ends. So you get there a little quicker, right? Well, he's 53, and from my standpoint, he's younger still, right? <laughs> yeah, he can, plenty he, of time. He 53 is an awful early age to retire. What other kinds of things, Ron, does he need to consider in that financial plan then? Yeah, and, and really what we've built here, Danny, is the retirement plan, which is just simply one component of a financial plan. So once we got the retirement plan in place, there's other things to think about. First of all, we need to defend it. What if the unexpected happens? We need an emergency savings account in place. We need the proper insurance in place for him. And then we also want to think about today. Okay, so if he doesn't retire today, what does he want to accomplish between now and retirement? We want to still consider those items when building the retirement plan. And of course, this is what we do every single day at Annex Wealth Management, and we do it as a fee-only fiduciary with teams built to handle investment and retirement, tax and estate planning. Get to know our financial planning team. They are really good. They help create a path toward your goals. Jack Hauser, CFP and financial planning specialist at Annex Wealth Management. Thanks for coming in. Thank you, Danny. Ron Johnson, CFP, Senior Financial Planner. Thank you very much. You're welcome, Danny. This is Dave Spano from Annex Wealth Management. It's time to put an investment and retirement plan in place and on target. It's time to gain clarity and understanding and move toward your goals with confidence. 
It's time to get started with Annex Wealth Management. Head to AnnexWealth.com and click the Get Started button. Put the Annex team to work and see the difference. Our investment, financial planning, tax, and estate teams will demonstrate clear thinking and produce sound recommendations. The best part? We work in your best interest as a fee-only fiduciary. Our commitment runs so deep, we put it in writing for every client. Does your advisor do that? 2020 is going to be quite a year. Between the impact of the SECURE Act to the November election, be ready with a solid financial plan from a team focused on client goals, not handing you a list of commission products to buy. Know the difference. Team Tech Trust. Head to AnnexWealth.com. I'm Dave Spano, and I hope to see you soon. Cut through the clutter with Axiom, the weekly newsletter from Annex Wealth Management. Subscribe today for seven insights built and delivered to you every Sunday. It'll help you navigate the markets and the things that affect your money. The Axiom. Sign up at AnnexWealth.com. Planning and investment insight from a fee-only fiduciary, and we put that in writing. This is the Annex Wealth Management Show. We are back Sunday, March 15th. Know the difference. It is Team Tech Trust and website, AnnexWealth.com. Click that Get Started button. One thing I want to mention, if you don't feel like traveling and meeting with us, that is no problem. We have something called Annex Everywhere, which is simple screen share technology. In fact, many times our clients like that a little bit better, right, Mark? Well, for sure, because you can stay in the comfort of your lanai or whatever it is and have a conversation with a, a professional advisor and parts of our team. We can bring in the estate planning attorneys and the tax planning attorneys and the financial planners all into one conversation, and you don't have to leave the comfort of your home. That's uh, Mark Oswald, our chief compliance officer. Derek Felsky also joining us, our chief investment officer. And Dave Spano is here, our president and CEO at Annex Wealth Management. Doing a great job today, Danny. Thank you. You know, it's tough to keep a rational perspective in the middle of, of events like this. You know, everyone had been stampeding towards the exit. And when there is a lot of downward volume, that is really the reason why we had such negative pressure on the market. It is the fastest bear market on history. In fact, in the number of sessions that we did it, it, it got there faster than even the 1929 crash. So when that happens, it seems like it's a rational action. And what we're trying to do today is put some rationality right. back into it and think about what this is going to look like or could look like down the road. And let's just do some quick math. If the Dow Jones gets back to where it was, which was 29,000, and it ends Ended up uh, on Friday afternoon around 23,000. That's nearly a 30% increase right. just to get back to even. And I've been doing this now almost 35 years, and it always gets back. I don't know when that's going to be, but at some point we're going to get back to some reasonable earnings and a reasonable multiple. We, Derek, have lowered our, our estimates all the way through, and so we did bring down our estimates, but we're not saying we're never going to get back there. No, I. In fact, I. You know, when I think of, when I do a valuation model, one of the biggest and most important inputs is interest rates. And with interest rates at these levels, you can argue that the multiple on the Dow Jones should be much higher than it was at the peak, which was about 19 times forward on the S and P. That's right. It's 19 times on that amount of earnings. And so we we started the year at 165 dollars right. of aggregate earnings mark of the entire S and P 500. We were estimating 175 before this happened. We have now taken that estimate down from 165 
all the way down to 145. If you're getting confused by the numbers, Mark, you do a great job of explaining what this looks like. Well, you take the 500 companies, for instance, in the S&P 500, McDonald's, ExxonMobil, Caterpillar, whatever it is, and whatever their earnings are, you take that and add it together. And the whole index then has a number. And as you said, when we started the year, it was around 175. We, we brought that down in our models when we saw the first black swan starting to happen, and now we've done that again. So you can still take a reasonable model, not 15 times, but maybe 16 or 17 times, and you get to a number as to where you think the S&P 500 might be at the end of the year. So don't do any real damage to your portfolio by doing something that is irrational, right. which would be to sell at the bottom when the panic is at the greatest. You know, Buffett famously said, when other people are greedy, be fearful, and when they're fearful, be greedy. When the number, Derek, is is a one on a scale of one to 100, that is fear. You know, my favorite Buffett quote is, when the tide goes out, you find out who's swimming naked. So if your fi financial advisor has not communicated with you in the, in the last week or so, Dave, as you know, we sent out an audio file on Thursday after the close and, you know, and, and told people, you know, we, we were maintaining our perspective. We were poised. We were calm. We were investing for the long term, and we were going to stick with our process. And that's, that process essentially led us to rebalance portfolios in many cases to, to great results so far after one day. And I'm going to tell you, Mark, this is something that we've said all week long and weeks before that, that this too shall pass. So if you're looking at your portfolio, we had a client in here, one client who was upset, and we had to walk them through that and tell that we told that client, this too shall pass. And I know it looks different this time, but we have all been through a lot of bear markets. This is a time to take a breath and understand that your, that your long-term perspective must be long-term. And I think that's an excellent point because whether you're pre-retirement or you're enjoying your retirement years, there's probably years left in your portfolio and you have to think about the long-term, not necessarily trading your portfolio, but rebalancing your portfolio. And that's a stark difference between trading something and rebalancing something. Because even if you're down in your equity portfolio, portfolio right now and you think it's going to come back towards the end of the year or as we get into next year or when this does indeed pass, do stocks come back, then maybe you're doing the other way right now. Maybe you're looking at your fixed income allocation and saying, do we want to take that down and, and go towards the equities a little bit? So there's rebalancing that can be done right now in light of your risk tolerance. That's the other thing to really consider right now is if you're not sleeping at night or you're not enjoying this, is this is certainly a time to say, what should my portfolio really look like? in terms of my long-term perspective and in terms of my overall risk tolerance. Enjoying it. Either you're sadistic <laughs> exactly. or you're a short right. seller if you are enjoying this. Yeah. But again, there's there's another way to get some of this information that we're sending out, and that is by signing up to the Axiom. And the Axiom is a piece that we put together. We put it out on Sundays. You could get it today. We put together all the information throughout the week. It's really healthy to stay on top of these things and to communicate. Appreciate your communication on this, guys. Appreciate that. That's uh, Dave Spano, President. President CEO, Annex Wealth Management, Mark Oswald, our Chief Compliance Officer, Annex Wealth Management, Derek Felsky, Chief Investment Officer. How can we help? I bet we can. Head to AnnexWealth.com. Click that Get Started button. Know the difference. It's Team Tech Trust, Barron's top advisor, four-time member of the Financial Times Top 300, fee-only fiduciary partner. We'll see you in a week. This is the Annex Wealth Management Show on 92.5 Fox News. The Annex Wealth Management Show is hosted by Annex Wealth Management, a fee-only registered investment advisor. Important information about the qualifications and business practices of Annex is available at AnnexWealth.com. Different types of investments involve varying degrees of risk. Please consult with a qualified fiduciary advisor about your specific situation.